begin listening to the Jake Damon program, press 1. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode three of the Jake Damon program. How about that intro music, huh? That's me saying that without actually knowing what it sounds like, because I haven't made it yet. Actually, I've made something, but I don't know if I'm going to use it yet. We'll see. It's me taking a sip of my water. Well, well, well. Um, Lots to talk about today. And... What I mean by lots is just a movie that I watched that I want to talk about. Um, but just wanted to tell you what's going on in my life. Today, my wife and I, my beautiful wife Sharon, and I, <coughs> excuse me, we went to Wegmans. And I guess this is a podcast about me doing things that I haven't done in a while and then realizing how awesome it was without having remembered before. So. Uh, I've only been I've only been to Wegmans a few times. If you don't know what Wegmans is, it's a grocery store chain. I would say they're kind of like top of the line, high quality, mixed with like pretty good prices. So it's like the best of both worlds. Um, you can walk in and not feel like it's a an alleyway somewhere. Sometimes you go into Aldi's and you feel like that. Another one where we live, the Aldi's you just walk in and you're just like. This is disgusting. You know, there are things open. There are things, like, spilled on the ground. Speaking of spilling on the ground, I have a story about coming out of Wegmans. But anyway, Wegmans is... It's a good place. It's a real good place. And uh, I haven't... I hadn't been there in years. And uh, maybe, like, 10 years. So we decided to go. It was, like, 17 minutes away. We went and we walked in. And this place is awesome. It's awesome. Right away, you walk in, the smells are intoxicatingly good. Um, and it's crazy how many, like, sections this place had. You know most grocery stores you go to and there's, like, the, the you know, the deli and, like, customer service and those are, like, the two sections? This place had no less than 10 sections it had the deli it had the florist section it had the the cheese section like a spot a spot specifically for cheese usually the deli is meat and cheese this place had a separate meat and cheese place and both of them were just like packed to the gills of the most delicious looking meat and cheese you've ever seen and they had a seafood section. Like, it was like a little island in the middle of this, of this like, the the section on the far left that had all, the, like, the perishable goods. Or not perishable, but, like, the things like the meats and the cheeses. Like, specialty goods or whatever. And uh, there was, like, a lobster tank and these huge cuts of, like, salmon and tuna that were, like, $40. Like, crazy stuff. And uh, it was awesome walking through that. Like it, it was really cool. I, I highly recommend going to a Wegmans if you've never been to a Wegmans. So anyway, we, we check out and we leave. We got uh, a bunch of stuff. We had a pretty good haul. And uh, I hear a crash at my feet, like a jar exploding. 
And I realized when I looked down that the jelly jar, we bought strawberry jelly, which, by the way, I I love grape jelly, but I highly prefer, I mean, I, I like grape jelly, I should say. I highly pres- prefer, I was trying to say preserves, I highly prefer strawberry preserves. Not only do I like how strawberry tastes better with peanut butter, but the preserves is like you've got actual fruit in there. It's not just like sugary gelatinous mass. Anyway, so I, uh, I dropped the je- the preserves jar on the ground. It was like three bucks or something. <sighs> so I had to walk back into the Wegmans and I had to tell the customer service guy, I'm sorry, dude, but there is, I didn't call him dude. He was like an older gentleman. I think if I had to call him anything, I would have called him sir. He looked like he... He was a sir. Anyway, so uh, I walked in. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, sir. I dropped a jelly jar or preserves jar outside of the door. I had to tell him where it was. I was like, it's out to the left. If you walk out into the main entrance and go left, you'll see it right outside the doors. And he asked me, he was like, was it in the store or outside the store? So I told him it was outside. And uh, I think they promptly sent somebody to clean it up. And he thanked me. He said, thank you. And I really appreciated that because... I feel like a lot of people may not have gone back to tell, and I did. And uh, there was a family that I had passed a couple times. It was like a mom and like an aunt or something. Maybe it was a lesbian couple. I don't know. But there are two daughters, I think, maybe three daughters. And uh, I passed them on the way out, and I said, careful with the glass out there. And they looked at me like they had no idea what I was talking about. And I think they probably found out immediately what I was talking about. So just hope they didn't hurt themselves. Anyway, that was the Wegmans trip. Highly recommend Wegmans just to even check it out. Just go in, scope it out, scope out the place. They have like a section on the far left. Well, they have a whole wine and liquor section, which is awesome. But then, and that's all the way on the right. And then all the way on the left, they have like, oh, they have like a bar. It's like a buffet bar full of like delicious looking foods and you can like buy the pound buy this food and like get your own takeout lunch and there's like uh asian food and indian food and you know anything you can think of it's so tasty looking they have a whole bakery section oh it's so good um Oh, I guess like a normal grocery store would have a bakery section but like anything that a normal grocery store would have this has uh you know twofold or threefold and continuing on to the left there's like i don't know if you've ever been to a sheets gas station or a rudders gas station i'm sure they have these all over the country now because they're popular and i've used them a bunch but you know how you can walk in and like oh it's just a gas station slash convenience store but oh you can order lunch too because like that's a thing well this had that too but it was like even nicer and it was great it was great and i told sharon i'm like they have like great price stuff here and it's all presented beautifully and they have like extra stuff for you too and there was guys giving out samples we tried this thing called a mardi gras cake and uh it was like a little slice of a mardi gras cake sandwich thing i don't know what it was but it was delicious it was delicious i had a great time at wegmans i highly recommend wegmans if wegmans wants to sponsor this podcast i am a-okay with that i am fine with that but so that's an example of me like I've been to Wegmans years ago. I thought it was cool then, but I forgot just how cool it was. And we went back 10 years later and bam, it was awesome. And I'm so glad I did it. 
There's another thing that happened this, well, yesterday, last night, actually. I was bored. I was up late. I, you know, stayed up till like three in the morning again, four in the morning. And I was working on stuff. I'm like, I need to watch a movie. And uh, I'm looking through um, Netflix and it dawned on me that the I forget why I thought of this, but I was like, I haven't seen the King's speech in so long. And I searched in the search box, the King's and the King's speech was there, thankfully. Like it wasn't advertised on Netflix, I don't think on the front page or anything. I just remembered the King's speech. Maybe I just saw something else with the word King in it or something or speech and was like, Oh, the King's speech. So it was on Netflix and I'm like, you know what? I have a hankering to watch the King's speech. I remember liking this when it came out. And I think the last time I watched it was probably the year it came out. I think it came out in 2010, uh, maybe 2011, but I think it was 2010. But, uh, I, I pressed the King's speech and I press play and I, I love movies like this where it's like a story about a guy or maybe a guy and another, like a friend of his or something and the relationship, like it's focusing on their relationship and you know, maybe they're different people by the end or something. Um, but that's kind of what this movie is like and, and, Colin Firth stars in the, and I don't know, oh, it's so, con, I don't know what to decide with this because I feel like Colin Firth and Jeffrey Rush both shared the lead spot, but I would say if I had to choose a lead actor in this, and this is the weird part, I would say that Colin Firth is the lead actor and the lead, the main character, but I would say the movie is way more about Jeffrey Rush as a character. He was the one I was the most interested in. And uh, uh, let's see, what, what's his name? Um, uh, Colin Firth plays a plays the the son of the king, and the king is played by Michael Gambon. And Michael Gambon played the the second version of Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies. After um, what I'm blanking on his name. He played uh, in Camelot. I forget his name. But uh, after he died, Michael Gambon stepped in the role. But uh, he played the uh, King George the F- King George the Fifth in in this movie. And uh, you know he's a pretty unlikable character. I guess he's only in there for a few scenes. But he was like kind of cold towards Colin Firth and didn't treat him too well. Um, but uh, he's like very impatient with him and stuff. But he there's a scene in there where Michael Gambon is reading a speech as the king. And his voice is just so awesome. I I love his voice. I love Michael Gambon's voice. It's so good. It's so good. It's like this low gravel. Like I couldn't do it justice, but uh, um, I I might insert something in here with his voice so that you can hear it. At the old Vic. Yeah. You were in the first person to walk on the stage. You told yeah. me. Me and Derek Jacoby. Really? Was Olivier there with you when you walked on that stage? Well, he was he was directing the stuff. You know. Yeah. It was Hamlet, right? No, uh, Hamlet. Yeah, he directed Hamlet. That's right. Were you what, what, one what, of the men on the, uh, you know, seeing the ghost? I think I was. Yeah, yeah. I think you were. Yeah, I was trying to help. Hmm. And then I've been there on and off for 50 years. So last week when the big thing happened, I couldn't stop crying. Hmm. There were 100 actors on the stage. Touching. And all the stage crew came on, 100 stage crew. And uh, it was just overwhelming. Did you do a uh, performance of something? Yeah, well, me and Derek Jacoby did a bit of No Man's Land. Um, but it's, it's awesome. I love his voice. 
Um, and uh, I, you know, he's only in there for a little bit. Colin Firth is very good in the movie. He plays a, he plays the ki- the king's son who occasionally has to make speeches. He's a public speaker. Um, he makes addresses and stuff, but he has a stutter and he can't talk very well in front of people. And uh, he's trying to overcome that. He really hates it. He has a temper, you know, and he gets really frustrated and, and stuff. And so that's interesting. And uh, he's married to Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter. Um, and she does very well as his wife. All that jazz. But so basically his wife is looking for somebody to help fix Colin Firth's voice and to make it so he can talk again. And uh, she contacts uh, this gentleman who is a speech therapist, I think is what they call it. I, mean, I could be wrong, but that's that's what he does. He helps people with their voices. And he is played by Jeffrey Rush. His name in the movie's character is Lionel Logue. And by the way, all of this is based on a true story. I don't know how accurate it is, but um, it's, you know, it happened, whatever. So Lionel Logue is the speech therapist played by Jeffrey Rush. And of course, if you know Jeffrey Rush at all, you know him from Pirates of the Caribbean. He played Barbosa, completely different character than Lionel Logue. Lionel Logue, okay, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Lionel Logue in this movie, Jeffrey Rush, is from the very second he appears on the screen to the very last second, is one of the most likable characters I have ever ever seen in a movie and i am like i could not believe while i was watching this the first five minutes of him i had to pause it and go use the bathroom and like the way to the bathroom i was just i said out loud i'm like that guy is delightful and he is he is so delightful he is a type of person who you want as a friend he's a type of person you want to help you with things you want him on your side he's like a gentle soul he's a goofball he's uh you know he he, he loves a good joke every uh, you know whenever the opportunity presents itself i should say and he he deals with colin firth and his uh, impatience so well and uh he's just a funny dude and he's a nice dude he's like he oozes kindness and niceness and He's a humble dude, and uh, I feel like I shouldn't be calling these like a, like British uh, stately people uh, dudes, but and you know even amongst the British culture, this took place in like 1934, I think, when you were expected to be proper and things, especially if you were in royalty or whatever. And uh, Lionel Logan, this is totally, I guess, the lower end of that spectrum. Like he's not as. Uh, as uh, orthodox i should say you know there's whole scenes in there where he's just trying to find a level playing field with with uh colin first character who ends up being king because his younger brother was an er i forget if it's older brother or younger brother but older brother older or younger brother was next up to the line i'm guessing it's older because that makes the most sense i guess played by guy pierce and he's only in it for a little bit but he uh he's next up but he decides to relinquish the throne to go chase this girl in italy or something and uh, Colin Firth then has to be king. And Michael Gambon, King George V, dies. So Colin Firth becomes king. And his name is changed to King George VI. So he becomes King George VI. And uh, Lionel Logue is preparing Colin Firth through all of, like, through everything that he needs to become a good uh, speaker. And Colin Firth has no hope. And. And Lionel Logue 
had well i should just call him jeffrey rush jeffrey rush because i can't remember uh colin Firth's name in the movie i think it's birdie he calls him birdie um but he's trying to bring him down to this down to his level to level playing field and colin Firth at first is not having any of it and uh and he's like you need to call me your highness and um jeffrey rush is like (laughs) like i'm not going to call you anything else and uh besides birdie and colin Firth is like well then we shan't speak <laughs> it's it's funny yeah there's so many good lines in here um but there's a really cool scene where colin Firth is uh puts on a headset and um this movie really made me think about podcasting by the way because there's a lot of speaking into microphones in this movie and i really like it um but Jeffrey Rush is like, oh, I've got this new device which you can speak into it and immediately listen afterwards. And uh, he's like, it's the latest thing from America. And uh, Colin Firth is like, oh, what the heck? I'll give it a shot. So he puts on these headphones that are wearing or not wearing. He wears these headphones that are playing music. So he can't hear himself speak. But uh, he's uh, given a Shakespeare book to read by Jeffrey Rush and he starts speaking and the way the movie goes is that you can hear the music and you cannot hear what he's saying and uh, Jeffrey Rush is kind of looking at him and um, then he stops Colin Firth in a huff is like this is useless this is pointless and uh, Jeffrey Rush hands him the recording and goes keep it as a souvenir and later on in the in the movie uh, Colin Firth is listening to the recording and hears that he is speaking absolutely perfectly and uh it's a really cool realization realization so he goes back to jeffrey rush and they really crack at it and they get going and going and really from then on you know colin firth does get better you know even at the end in the very last speech where where uh where jeffrey rush is in the room with colin firth just the two of them and he's giving the the address to the nations that they're at war um he does mess up a few times and that's that's great i love that that he still messes up a little bit but he is so much better than he was at the beginning and uh anyway it's just from from the point where they really get going at it to the end it's just really about their relationship and their dichotomy that's a big word dichotomy but it's like uh, colin firth and where he's coming and coming from and jeffrey rush and where he's coming from and they're like two opposite ends of the spectrum but they become very good friends and apparently according to the the uh last little words at the end um you know how they do that with uh based on true stories uh story movies um kind of like a where are they now snippet um they they stayed good friends for the rest of of their lives i think uh which is awesome it's awesome but Really, I just wanted to talk about this. Not only is it a good movie, I think it's very well written, all that stuff. Uh, it's it's very good. Um, and I guess I guess Jeffrey Rush was nominated for an Oscar. He didn't win, which I cannot believe. Like, I cannot believe that he did not win. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to look up who, who was up against him. Um, best Supporting Actor Nominees. Uh, 2010. Pretty sure. What? Oh, hold on a second. 2011, maybe? Oh, here we go. Okay. So, Mark Ruffalo was up for The Kids Are Alright. 
I never saw that. Christian Bale was up for The Fighter. Um, John Hawks was up for Winner's Bone. Jeremy Renner was up for The Town. And Jeffrey Rush for The King's Speech. Um, now I'm going to look up the winner because it was not... Uh, actor winner. Um... Uh, let's see. Tom Tom Hooper did uh, win Best Director. He uh, won for the King's Speech, which is awesome. Colin Firth won for Best Actor. Oh, that is so annoying. Christian Bale won for Best Supporting Actor, but it should have been Jeffrey Rush. That would have been amazing if he won because he totally deserved it. I think he deserved that. That Jeffrey Rush deserved the Best Supporting Actor over Colin Firth as the best actor and Tom Hooper as best director by far. I think, um, unbelievable. And, you know, I like him as Barbosa for sure, but he is completely a different person in, in this. And I should say, this is weird, but like, I thought he was British at first, but they mentioned several times in there that he, uh, in the movie is, uh, Australian. He plays an Australian and he like did Shakespeare in Perth, I guess, and stuff. And he tries to audition in this movie for another Shakespeare play. And they say he's too old and stuff, which is kind of sad and sucky for him. But, um, man, so good. So good. Such a good movie. Just wanted to talk about that. Um, anyway, that is all I have to talk about for this episode. Episode three, I guess I'll call it the King's Speech Review or Jeffrey Rush is amazing or something like that. Wegmans and Jeffrey Rush, what they have in common. Me realizing something is amazing after 10 years of not watching it. Very cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, keep getting these notifications that the podcast is becoming available on and a bunch of platforms. It's not on iTunes yet. I know I posted somewhere that it was on iTunes. I lied. It's not on iTunes yet. It will be soon, though. Right now, it is on Anchor primarily, and then you can find it on Stitcher, and you can also find it on Pocket Casts, I think. I've never heard of Pocket Casts before, but uh, it is on those three platforms, and in the coming days, they will be available on more platforms because that is how Anchor works, and uh, I should probably plug Anchor in this, um, this uh, what do you call it? podcast uh, because I have the option to, but I am going to wait until I can actually read the script and prepare myself for it. Maybe do a little blurb that I can insert into things. It has to be at least 30 seconds long, I believe. Something like that. It's interesting. Never done a promotion for anything, but I would promote Anchor because it is good. It is good. So I guess I got to come up with a question now. What movies have you seen or what things have you experienced that you have not experienced in a while that you revisited <clears throat> excuse me I'm sure you love hearing me burp uh that you've revisited recently that you like that you forgot how awesome it was and then you rewatch it or go there again and you're like wow this is so much better than i ever th- even remember you know because that happened to me twice in the last 24 hours and it is awesome it is very cool. It's a, it's a nice surprise to to get. It's better than being disappointed, right? Anyway, thanks for listening. You can support the show by just listening. By just listening. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for any of that. Just listen. Just listen and give me feedback. Write to me. 
tweet me. You can tweet at the official podcast Twitter page, which is at J, no, sorry, at the JD program. The T-H-E J-D for Jake Damon program. Uh, you can also go to my Twitter account at Jake Damon and follow me on there. Follow me both places. Uh, reach out to me. Let me know what you think of the podcast. And also, uh, if you have any questions, if you have any topics you'd like me to discuss, guess what, guys? This is an open forum and I will do it. I like I like it when people are involved and uh, I want to grow this thing. I want to see it take off and uh grow organically and uh, uh, build a community here around me and my life because that's that's what life's all about, getting people to follow you and care about what you do. No, I want this to be multiple people coming together and just enjoying things, enjoying things. So with that being said, thank you for listening and uh, I'll be back very soon with another episode. You're definitely going to get one episode a week, but so far I'm up to three for this week, which is fine. That is how we roll here at the Jake Damon program. With that, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. See ya.